0: Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist podcast. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve and I am your host. I am so honored to have you here. If you are ready for illogical, mind-blowing results in your business, this is the place for you. I'm known as the human design queen and my specialty is helping sacred rebels embody their original blueprint to create alchemy in the quantum fields. This podcast and my coaching embodies everything Quantum alchemy. We are going to touch on human design, gene keys, astrology, the feminine mysteries, our original blueprint when we move past the archetypes, past sacred feminine and sacred masculine, and straight up to zero point. There's nothing off topic when it comes to the quantum field here. This is the deepest, most transformative reclamation and embodiment work available in the online space. And I am so honored to have you here for this crazy ride. Welcome, woman. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited to do this quick, dirty podcast on one thing that is holding you back from the life, the business, and the money of your dreams. And that is the self-imposed limits that you have placed on yourself. So you may or may not know that my history is in psychology. I went to school for psychology. I was a counselor. I am a master NLP trainer. I have a ton of background in reworking the subconscious mind. I even worked for Canadian Mental Health Association in a neuroplasticity program, which was all focused on rewiring the subconscious mind. So this is a huge piece of my past, and I feel as though so many of us in the online space, in the spiritual space, in business, Are focusing on just simply one thing so just human design and if I learn my human design I'm going to have this knowledge that's going to allow me to create six figures in my business and that's all I need to know is a 60-minute call know my human design and my whole life will change or I just need to work on my mindset and if I work on my mindset enough and I journal enough then everything's going to change or I just need to shift the multidimensional energy fields that has stuck energy. If I just shift that, then everything's going to change. And this is what's holding people back. It is about alignment in all your energy systems. All your energy systems, which includes your mind, which includes your energy systems of the body. So human design and the blueprint from your natal chart, the sacred feminine, the sacred masculine energy. It includes alignment with your spirit, alignment with your soul, and deep wells of emotional intelligence. All those energy systems must align. But here's the thing, what a lot of people don't realize is the limits they see are self-imposed based on how they perceive themselves on what they can and cannot do, what is and is not possible, and the identities that are formed around that. So this is something I see a lot in programs I run, a lot in the online space, is trying to change behavior or habits or rituals without changing our identity. And this is an example I use quite frequently in my programs, and it's the January gym rush. Come on, we all know the January gym rush, right? People are starting at the gym, they're getting a gym membership, maybe even got a fancy, snazzy new outfit and shoes, but they haven't changed their identity. Their identity is not someone that is an athlete. Their identity is not someone who works out. Their identity is not someone that eats healthy. Their identity is, I'm lazy, I don't have the time, this is stupid, (laughs) working out is stupid, I am someone that struggles to eat healthy. Maybe you can relate to that one or you know someone that can, right? wouldn't be you. But we try to change our behaviors. We try to change our habits. We try to change our rituals with the exact same identity that is polar to what we desire. So people aren't actually changing their identity to be, I am an athlete. Well, if your identity is an athlete, what then logically follows from that? If your mind has created new neural pathways, so that your body identifies with being an athlete, your body is naturally going to create these habits, rituals, and behaviors that support that. Same thing happens in business. I see these badass women with massive destinies and legacies. They are here to weave and anchor into this earth Trying to create change in their business with the identity of, I don't have a business because I have no clients, which is a story and a conclusion that you have just created in your mind. You said A plus B equals C based on your perception, based on the reality you're creating. Or how about trying to change your money reality with your perception of money, that money is hard to come by, that you have to work hard to make money, or by constantly anchoring in this identity that you have to have it all figured out and you have to have your whole future planned to take a step now, right? Instead of just allowing your inner authority to guide you now in this moment, I don't care what your design is, we are all meant to be in this moment. The only moment that exists is now. So while people are in this identity of living in the past, living in the future, they're missing the present moment and the magic in the present moment and their ability to rewrite what happens next within the present moment. And the only place we can create from is the present moment. Now, this is the foundation of the training I have in one of my programs today. So I'm not going to go super deep into this, But I want you to realize that the mind will always give up first. The mind always gives up first. So therefore, if your identity is still the old you and you're trying to create a new you, your mind's going to give up. Your mind's going to go back to old patterns. It's going to go back to old neural pathways. It's going to go back to emotions that you've become addicted to. Everything in your life that you currently see is based on your perception on what you can and cannot do. And we always will give up when we have more in the tank. And it's based on our identities. And an example I'm going to give you for that is I used to compete at the high level in CrossFit. And 100% of the time, when your mind gives up based on perceived limitations, you say you're done. And there's so much research in psychology to exhibit this and prove this as well. The mind will always give up before the body. There's always more in the tank. So when we say we're tired and burned out and exhausted, first of all, I believe that tired, burned out, exhausted actually comes from the fact your monkey mind is running wild. It is exhausting to live up in your mind. The number one things my clients find in the beginning of working with me is how much energy they regain and they claim back because they get out of their mind and they get into their bodies and they allow their body to lead them and they create identities that support them so the body leads them into that new future. So what I started to notice both as being a CrossFit coach, this is even before business, but I think with working out, we can anchor into that more, right? We can see what I'm speaking about more because maybe you actually have never hit a six-figure launch or a six-figure month. So for me to talk about that, the ego is going to tell you to turn this fucking podcast off. But I can promise That there's somewhere in your life where you got to a place where you didn't think you could do something and you pushed past that and accomplished it. And if you haven't, not to be an ass, but you haven't lived yet. You're not growing. Nothing in terms of growth ever happens in our comfort zone. So I use fitness as an example because I really truly believe that it is the most universalizing. Most of us can... Relate to a time in fitness, maybe if it's even just a run, going for a 5K run where you pushed past the point of your mind telling you to stop. So, in CrossFit and being a CrossFit coach, what I realized was if you had people stop counting, they could do more reps than they could if they were counting. And even for myself, For workouts I didn't think I could do, I'd have my husband count or I'd have the judge count instead of myself because my mind, my mind would give up long before my body ever would. And as soon as my mind gave up, my body was like, oh, fuck, yeah, we are actually really tired. We should stop and take a break. My legs are burning a little bit. But there was probably still 60% left in the tank. I also noticed and realized and of course, you want to do this from a place of safety. But if people didn't realize how much they were lifting, and this is goes for myself as well, they could accomplish the lift. But as soon as you put a number on the bar and you tell them which is outside their comfort zone or reps which were outside their comfort zone, they're like, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. Can you relate to this? Or maybe the time you were going for a run and you signed up for a 5K and, you know, your run time on your own was nothing to be desired. Or you'd have to take breaks on your 5K run on your own and you sign up for the race and you show up for the race. And wow, turns out you actually can run a decent 5K. This would happen to me all the time in trail racing. I was a trail racer. I'd give up on myself on my own runs. Put me in a race. And I'd be in the top three because we always give up through the mind before our body actually gives up. And that's based on our identities. I am someone who can't lift that. I am someone who can't run that. I am someone who can't do that in my business. I am someone who can't make that much money in my business. Well, as soon as you're saying all this, you are creating that very reality around you. A hundred percent of the time you move first, the universe follows. You physically, your physical body moves first, the universe follows. Energy follows. Alignment follows. So when we have the body continue to move despite what the mind is saying, which often we hear in the online spaces, move despite fear, move despite confusion, move despite doubt. Not one individual that runs a business does not have fear, doubt, or confusion at some point. Move despite it. One, we're teaching the body to keep moving no matter what blasphemy the ego's saying. The body learns no, we keep moving despite this. We keep doing those reps despite it. We keep running despite what the mind's saying. We keep going with this launch, full force ahead, energetic power behind it despite what the ego saying. We keep showing up every single day selling our sacred work and our sacred mission into this world to be abundantly paid, despite what the ego saying. And eventually you do train the ego to take a back seat, just like Ra talked about how the mind's meant to be the passenger in the back of the limo. And it becomes your ally over time. But the fact is people are trying to change their reality with the self-imposed limits still living in their identity. People are trying to change their business and money reality with the exact same stories and identities on what they can and cannot do, who they are and are not living in the body, living in the subconscious mind. Everything you're accomplishing currently is based on your perception of what you can and cannot do. And I say this with love, but how do you expect to get anywhere different in your business with the same identity you have now? How do you expect to create more wealth and generational wealth with the identities and stories around money that you have now? How do you expect to get anywhere different in your business if you don't trust yourself fully now in this present moment? When we control our thoughts, we control our life. When we change our identity, we change our reality. When we move first, the universe follows. When we move first, energy follows. But if you are moving based on your current perception of self, if you are speaking based on your current perception of self, and if you are showing up in your business and for money based on your current perception of self, you are going to create more of the reality that you say you want to move away from. So we have to start changing our perception of self, changing our perception of reality. And at our core, our fundamental core of our being, of our body, of our mind. Change our identity so the earth and reality can shape around us. If you truly understood how powerful your mind is, this would be a priority. And you have to keep going past the point of discomfort. You have to keep going past the point of your ego saying, this is hard or we shouldn't do this or it'll never work for us. So I encourage you to look back at a point in your life where your ego told you, you can't do that. There's no way you can do that. Maybe it's fitness, maybe it's weight loss, maybe it's changing eating habits. Maybe it's curing yourself from illness and disease. Maybe it is business and with money, although I find typically money tends to be the hardest for people because they're so many unserving identities below the surface for that. Maybe it was running a 5K. Maybe it was parenting. There's somewhere in your life where your ego said you can't do this or you're not good enough and you stood up like the badass motherfucking warrior you are and you said, watch me. That's the energy you have to bring to business. That's the energy you have to bring to money. So often though, we don't bring that. So often the ego brings up those perceptions of self and we're like, oh, you're right, you're right. I can't do this, I'm not made for this. And there's a big difference in saying, well, I know this already and actually applying it. Actually creating those new neural pathways in your mind so that your body learns to move despite what your ego's saying knowing that you should think greater than your reality, knowing that you should rewrite your identity is not the same as choosing it. And that is what changes your reality, is choosing who you are, how you're going to perceive yourself, how you're going to perceive money, how you're going to perceive reality, choosing it, not going based on defaults that have been conditioned into you. By questioning everything. I question everything. I ask where I originally heard it and if it still holds true for me and still serves me. I am constantly allowing my identity to grow. I am never at a place of stagnation. I am constantly asking myself the questions on how I can grow, how I can make those one degree shifts. And then deciding... Every moment of every day, who you are, how you show up, what your relationship with money is, what your relationship with the quantum is, what your relationship with reality is deciding a lot of people choose and they don't decide, or if they do decide, they don't actually draw their line in the sand. They're like, oh yeah, I decide. And then as soon as times get tough, they fall back into victim mentality. Eeyore, oh, woe is me, never works out, right? Decision means you drew your line in the sand and you will do what it takes until it takes. That doesn't mean it has to be from wounded energy. The sacred masculine energy is upholding the sovereignty of the feminine. The sacred masculine energy is structure and analyzing and choosing, so who do you choose to be? What do you choose your reality to be? And what are you deciding is your identity today? And then further from that, what are practices you can put into place every single day that allow that new identity and that decision to be deepened into your psyche, deepened into your body. So your body continues to move despite the storm. So your body continues to move despite the ego. So that you're able to continue welcoming more and more expansive wealth and incredible badass soul-led clients despite what the ego is saying. I highly recommend you journal on this today. Spend time in this, deciding who you are, and then what are the practices that are going to anchor that in every single day. I'll never forget when I was about to leave corporate, back then I only knew about Tony Robbins. I think he's, you know, the gateway into this world. (laughs) I only knew about Tony back then. And I was working in the digital team in my corporate job, and I would listen to Tony on repeat on my headphones. And I had affirmations written down on a piece of paper, And let me tell you, every single time Eeyore wanted to come back, because at the time I was on depression medication, I was on an anxiety medication, and I was in a dark place. And every time Eeyore wanted to come back, I pulled out those notes, I reread my new identity, and I anchored it in, and I said, I decide this is who I am. And I would command my subconscious mind. I would command my subconscious mind. To work with me on that decision. And I would anchor it in. And I'd anchor it in. And sometimes it was 50, 60, 70 times a day. But I anchored it in. And I went from someone that would take months to notice a pattern. To weeks. To days. To hours. To moments. And it's collapsing this timeline. It's not about being perfect. It's noticing your language. It's noticing the pattern. It's noticing your perception of reality and self. And making a better decision every single time. Shifting your choices every single time to be in alignment with who you decide to be. So I'd love if you did that journaling today. and If you love this podcast episode. If you could tag me on Instagram at e, And maybe even share any breakthroughs if that feels good for you. I would love to hear what comes up for you from this episode. And I'd love if you could share the podcast with those that need to hear it. I really put the effort into the episodes to be mini trainings that can help change your reality now if you're open to it. And with that, the time and energy that goes into it, into these mini trainings, that energy back from you, I would love if it would be that you share the podcast with someone that could really use this information. So thank you for hanging out with me. I can't wait till the next episode. Until then, I will see you over on Instagram.